This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. It's Valentine's Day, Lauren. I even got a card. What about you? I got a card and I got flowers. But my friend's husband bought her a bracelet and he's taking her out for dinner. Oh my God. Does that mean that she has a better husband or a better marriage? Or is it just a case of falling into the comparison trap? Because that's what we're going to discuss today. I'm Nicole Goodman. And I'm Lauren Mishkon. And this is Self Care Club. The advice for self-care today is endless and can be yet another overwhelming job for women. Every episode, we trial a different self-care practice, live it to the letter for a week and report back to you on the results. Will it actually improve your well-being or will it be another waste of your time? We test out self-care so you don't have to. Welcome to Self-Care Club. Before we jump into today's episode, we want to talk to you about our Facebook group. It's called... Self-Care Clubbers. So if you're not already a member, jump onto Facebook, search for Self-Care Clubbers and come and be part of our community. Can't wait to see you there. The link is in the show notes. Comparing yourself to others is the mental act of placing your achievements, experiences and self-worth alongside others. This comparison trap often leads to you imagining others' experiences as being far superior to your own by comparing their looks, their social status or their bank balance. We're socialised to be competitive and this tendency is called social comparison. It's a natural way for us to evaluate how we're doing. In fact, in psychology, Festinger's social comparison theory states that humans can't define themselves independently, but only in relation to other individuals. That's a bit worrying. And it's true. We compare ourselves to others all the time. We compare ourselves to friends, to people on social media, to colleagues at the office, and even strangers at the gym. Well, I don't because I don't go to the gym, but maybe you do. Well, I've actually got a lot to say on that. We rate our appearance, our possessions, our performance, and even our problems. And and on that, the strangers at the gym thing. Firstly, no one at the gym is a stranger to me because I go there all the time. But secondly, I have actually learnt about about this comparison practice mainly through the gym because if you compare yourself to everyone at the gym there's always going to be someone faster there's always going to be someone uh stronger there's always going to be someone more lean and actually it is such it has been such a waste of time and by me sitting there comparing myself to abby who's like a gazelle can run for god knows how long and do it beautifully and gracefully it's not gonna it's not gonna make me run any faster it's just going to make me feel bad about myself. Sure. So I've learned that that has to be a way to to inspire me. Let me let me be inspired well, by we're that. We're going to get into that, okay. aren't we? Good. 
Well, in many ways, comparison is a positive thing. Yeah. It's a totally normal part of being human and can be good for the self-improvement process. Just like what I said. When we compare ourselves to others, we get information about what we want and where we want to be. And we get valuable feedback on how we measure up. People evaluate their opinions and abilities by comparing themselves to other people for two reasons. First, to reduce uncertainty in the areas in which they're comparing themselves. And second, to learn how to define themselves. Yeah. But... There are negative consequences to the comparison game. In most cases, it's extremely counterproductive to compare yourself to others. As Theodore Roosevelt said, comparison is the thief of joy. When we compare ourselves to others who are better off than we are, it's called upward social comparison. And it tends to make us feel disappointed with our lot in life. And it can lead to so low self-esteem, low self-confidence and general yes. dissatisfaction. Yes. And by constantly comparing, people lose the ability to celebrate their own achievements and often gain feelings of self-doubt. Exactly what I was saying, right? So you may lose your sense of self and what makes you unique, which is just tragic. It may cause a loss of self-compassion and confidence leading to negative thoughts, which eventually can and probably will affect your mental well-being. Comparison also often results in resentment towards others and towards ourselves and can quickly turn to judgment. You know, there's that quote by Gore Vidal, every time a friend succeeds, I die a little. That's awful. It is. That's awful. Comparisons are also hardly ever fair. It's impossible to judge a running race if people begin at different times and on different starting lines. Perfection is an illusion. You probably don't see the struggles that other people face. They may be like the proverbial swan, calm on the surface, but paddling like crazy underneath the water. Your belief simply becomes, if you're doing better than others, that's good. And if you're doing worse than others, that's bad. Yeah. But according to Zen Shin, who was a Buddhist monk, a flower does not think of competing with the flower next to it. It just blooms. Beautiful. Beautiful. The thing is, the thing about comparison is it's just a waste of time. Like I said, it's never going to get you faster or stronger. It's just not. So there's just no point in comparing yourself to anyone else on the planet because there is only one of you. You were born with your own unique set of fingerprints. If instead you can focus on yourself and your own journey, just that shift of energy in this will help you feel much freer. You can only control one life and that is yours. But when we constantly compare ourselves to others, we waste precious energy focusing on other people's lives rather than our own. So is comparison something that affects you? I've made up a little quiz. Nice. It's called... Do you compare and despair? Did Did you make it? I love it. Did you make up that name? Made up the name of the questions. Are you ready? Well, how does it work? I ask you questions and you say yes or no. (laughs) It's very complicated. And and if I, is it a scoring method? No, no. Just see how many. So I can't win. Out of two, four, (laughs) six, eight, how many do you say yes to? Okay, all right, fine, go. I'll do it as well, I'll do it as well. Do you get FOMO or anxiety after spending time on social media? Sometimes, yes. Do you? Sometimes, yes. When you see someone showing off their new partner, their holiday or their weight loss, is your natural reaction to be annoyed? Um, I don't think it's annoyance, but I do feel a twinge of something negative. Mm. You? Definitely. 
Why you, annoyance <clears> though? <throat> well, because what do you? What would you say? It is, I don't know is what it annoyance. is. I don't know if it's annoyance. Jealousy. It's, it's comparison. Envy? Yeah, maybe. Okay. Do you take multiple selfies before feeling able to share the image? No. Do you? I don't really take a lot of selfies, but I, I'm imagining if I was 25 and I did, I definitely would. I, I think that's an age thing that I yeah. don't, though, as well, because I used to. I don't anymore. Have you ever deleted something from social media because it didn't get the response you wanted? Yes. Have you? Never. Because you, you probably don't know how to delete it. <laughs> <laughs> I do, but I, go, I don't care. Do you check who's viewed your Instagram story or liked your Facebook post several times a day? uh no do you i check on our on our work instagram i so here's the thing i i used to do that yeah i don't do that anymore okay i check our tiktok oh right and there's certain posts that we've maybe it's an advert or that there's something it, it's work related of why mm. i'm checking the numbers not ego related mm, mm. okay okay if, if if i can no i agree Mine's separate the them but it's more about, if I'm checking it, it's more about finding what the data is. What's working, yeah. what's resonating, what isn't, yeah. that kind of thing. Okay. Do you often compare yourself with others with respect to what you have accomplished in life? Yes. Yes, me too. Before tackling any situation, do you always need to know what other people have done first? No. No, me neither. If you want to know how well you've done something, do you compare what you have done with how others have done it? Yes. Do you? No. Well, give me an example. Um, I'm thinking like in the podcasting space. So let's oh, say. Okay. So I'm thinking like a birthday cake that I've made. <laughs> That's what I'm thinking of. But a birthday cake that you've made is something that you're really good at doing. Right. Yeah, and but you feel obviously really I am it. not a professional baker. So do I let, then go on baking things and look at other people's birthday cakes and then feel, oh my God, mine's actually shit in comparison to yours. That sort of thing. So... This is a great example, actually. When we hit a million downloads, yeah, and obviously we were really happy and it was a really big milestone yeah. for us. Um, that same week, Mel Robbins, yes, um, she's got a massive following and she launched her podcast. Yes. And within two weeks, mm. she got a million downloads. Yes. She's like, I can't believe it. We've got a million downloads and it hasn't even been live for two weeks. And I went into a total comparison spiral yeah. of, oh my God, it took us over 300 episodes. She's released two and look what's happened. But in that particular case, you are not comparing apples with apples. You're comparing us with Mel Robbins. So it's crazy because of course that's going to happen, but you can't help but do the comparison. But the comparison is not a fair comparison. No, like it wouldn't be fair that if you made a lovely birthday cake and then went on to Lola's Cupcakes and they put a new post up with a brand new cake and you compare yourself to that. Sure, but you do still that, end up feeling like shit. Either way. Either way. Yeah. And also it takes away from your achievements. Yes, totally. Totally. So if you've answered five or more of those. How many did yes, I answer yes to? Then you know. might be in the comparison trap. Yeah. Okay. Okay interesting because basically what we're talking about now is is not to get into the comparison trap and how we can live life on our own terms yes. by our own rules our yes. own achievements yes. the, our own wants and desires and forget everyone else yeah forget it so firstly let's deal with anyone who is feeling bad about their own body image because of social media here are our top tips for stopping body comparisons to protect your body image yes Remind yourself, 
It's other people's highlight reel. And we are going to be saying that a lot in this episode. You only see the best bits that they have curated for you to see. They are not putting up photos of their spot or their bad hair day or a horribly unflattering pair of jeans. Well, there there are accounts that do that now intentionally. But those are utterly, utterly different, obviously, and purposely. For example, Celeste Barber is a brilliant example of that. So she puts up firstly a video of some sort of incredible gazelle looking model sticking her leg straight up in the air and bending over to get a coffee. And then Celeste Barber will copy the video looking like a normal woman doing it. And the whole point of it is the comparison. The whole point is, I reckon most people look like me, this normal person doing this silly thing that this other woman looks insane doing you know who's also been show- photoshopped and she's Lipped had a stylist properly. and she's had a lighting technician on and then a, and a pro- professional photographer and there's a whole listen I used to be in the editorial space so there's a whole team of people around this one shot to mm. make it perfect but then you're right it's exactly it's exactly the same thing isn't it you're comparing yourself to something that doesn't even exist yes because that doesn't exist but that feed her feed in particular always makes me feel good because it is it shines such a huge light on comparison yes and how ridiculous it is if you don't follow celeste barber get on it because she's just brilliant so just remind yourself that it's other people's highlight reel okay detox your social media feed and unfollow triggering accounts now you're very good at this i'm really good at it and i'm not so good at it because why I i really don't know is there a bit of you that wants to annoy yourself? There is one account on social media. And I'm not going to say who it is, but they post their family life all the time. Mm-hmm. And their family life is basically what they post is just perfection. Mm-hmm. And when I say perfection, I mean the kids are all doing amazing things and they've got Uh, they're like doing their GCSEs and their A-levels and they've got jobs and they're like uh, teachers and they're tutoring and then they're getting like like honours in whatever it is they're doing and then she's got a younger kid and he's and you know are you describing my life (laughs) (laughs) oh look (laughs) she's really wound up now that really wound me up yeah and her family life yeah seems perfect obviously it her isn't. husband's always doing amazing things for her and she's she's super successful and the account as much as I kind of I've got this fascination with watching her and often when I have messed up in parenting which I often do because that's what happens in parenting you make mistakes you move forward you grow you learn I, I'm I, I have her account at the back of my mind that's unhealthy I know please unfollow Please. But why am I not unfollowing? Because I think maybe you're waiting for the for her car crash to happen. <laughs> Do you think that's what I'm doing? Maybe. Maybe you're waiting for the one day when she goes, I had a shit day and the kids were little bastards she never and I does hate that. my husband. She never, ever, ever does well, she that. She doesn't because she's on It's social. her highlight reel. It's her highlight reel. It's not real life. It's not real life. It's not her real life. Okay. Okay. Anyway, so detox your feed and yeah. unfollow triggering yeah. accounts. I'm going to unfollow her. Please. Practice body gratitude. Yes. 
celebrate aspects of yourself that have nothing to do with appearance embrace imperfection and be your own best friend now we've done a whole show on a few of these things the be your own best friend and practicing body gratitude we did it on body positivity yeah so there are lovely pieces of resource within our um our library so go check those out so that's just a small part of comparison with body image i'm going to talk a lot more about this later in my week because i think it's a very particular section of comparison and a very very common one and a and a especially for women and a comparison trap that a lot of women fall into so i wanted to put it as a separate thing thank you but now we've sorted that out let's move on to how we can generally pull ourselves out of a comparison trap so here's what we did this week and what we are going to chat to you about use comparison as a motivation to improve what actually matters Keep a record of achievements. They can be big achievements. They can be minuscule achievements. But if you do something, anything that you feel proud of, write it down. Mm. Because at the end of mm. a week, you're going to have a whole list mm. of stuff that you feel proud of, that you have achieved. That I love nothing it. to do with what anyone else it. has done. I love it. If you want to compare yourself with someone, compare yourself with you. Yeah. What can you do to yeah. improve your life quality? How can you be a more loving person? How can you be kinder to yourself than you were yesterday? You are the only person that you should and can compare yourself How with. How can you be kinder to yourself than you were yesterday? Yes. Now that is a great question. I knew you'd love that. I do love it. Yeah. Because it's there's so much information in that one question. And if we all just sat down now, shut our eyes and just focused on that question the joy and nourishment and pleasure that would come from it is can be life-changing that's yeah. a life-changing question yeah nice. I'm, I'm going back to the roast chicken breast in this episode by the way what's the roast chicken remember breast? when we had a on our full um in the club interview with daniel when we were talking about money mindset and i was talking about how i spend time every Friday preparing and cooking and serving a roast chicken and I never ever ever serve myself the bit of chicken that I want ever and you both said but imagine what it would be like if you were so nice to yourself and you served yourself that bit first how would that feel so I've done a bit of that this week nice Look how lit up you are I as know, well. I was lovely. really happy with myself. Turn comparison into inspiration. We tend to focus on other people's success and not on the thousands of hours that they've spent preparing and working for their achievement. So instead of letting other people's triumphs get you down, let them open you up yes. to possibilities. Beautiful. Let them be an inspiration yes. for what you can be and what you can do and what you can have in life. And that's what I was saying about my gym analogy yeah there's no point in me comparing myself to certain people in the gym because they are built differently or they're younger than me it doesn't matter because they're always going to be faster and stronger so me comparing myself to them is just going to bring me down and it's not going to build me up into being any better in the gym and it's pointless because there might be someone in there who's been going for 15 years and is 
20 years younger than you. So really your only comparison is how well did I do yesterday? How well did I do last week? How well am I doing this week, next week? What am I, how am I improving? yourself with you. Compare yourself with you. And this is the last one. This is your favourite one. This is what you brought to this week. It's called the Driftwood Theory. And it's a little bit manifesty. Yep. But it does fit in beautifully. Yep. Do you want to explain it? So if you are into manifestation, then this theory from Gabby Bernstein might really, really resonate. So she teaches a unique way to pay attention to the positive clues in our life showing us that our desires are on the way to manifesting when we notice other people having what we want now the thing is i don't think that's true to that instagram account i was telling you about no that's just toxic and unhealthy yes isn't it yeah so you have to know the difference yeah. right the common human response to seeing someone else have what we want can be jealousy or if they have it that means that we can't yeah. have it there's a lot of that it's like well they've got it so i can't but that's just not true but there's enough abundance to go around for, yes. for everybody so instead gabby recommends to do this when you're in the process of manifesting the universe will show you all kinds of subtle smaller signs that what you want is on the way they're what abraham hicks calls driftwood So often we simply don't notice this guidance or we dismiss it as just a cool little coincidence. And sometimes we don't pick up on the guidance because it comes in the form of other people having what we want. And then that can be like, ouch. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So when someone has what you want, it confuses your fear-based ego, which thinks that there's not enough to go around. And you might think that if someone has what you want, that implies it's not available to you. But, she says, I believe the more you see others who have what you want, the closer you are to getting it. Yeah. Gorgeous. Choose to see the people who have what you want as a reflection of what's to come. So when you see others who have what you want, celebrate it. Let their success mirror back to you what you are ready to receive. And when we start to pay attention to the driftwood, we encounter in all its forms, we realise that the universe is always giving us beautiful signs and guidance. Mm. It's a lovely practice. Yeah. It's a beautiful practice. So be conscious of what's showing up. Notice each twig as it shows and jot it down. Yes. So the driftwood could come in the forms of just little twigs floating down a little stream and you notice it. Oh, I wanted that. Oh, that's something that I want for myself. And you pick up each twig and notice each twig. So rather than stepping into the envy or the ouch of it, you're stepping into the inspiration and the excitement of it. And the abundance. The abundance. Abundance breeds abundance. So if you celebrate the abundance in others and recognise that when you see the abundance in others, it's a sign that yours is getting closer to you. That's the manifesting of I love it. all of this. I love it. Okay. If, if you're into the manifesting generally, then that's a, a nice way of using it in relation to comparison. How did you feel going into the week? I actually felt quite confident because I don't feel comparison is something that bogs me down or is something I fall into and I also was quite relieved that it wasn't going to be something that when I started delving like with toxic positivity I found out was a real problem for me I felt quite (laughs) confident that this isn't a major bugbear and yet you still answered yes to quite a few of those questions in the quiz I did but I feel they are 
more surface for me. It doesn't get to me on the inside. It would niggle rather than pierce. Does that make sense? Yeah, it makes good sense. How are you with comparison? It's been a process in my life, generally. It depends where I'm at in my life headspace-wise. If I'm not in a good headspace, then comparison is all over the place. But, you know, I'm generally feel pretty secure and stable within myself these days. That's not a flitting thing. So it's here to stay. Do you think that comes with age? Because for me, it's come with age. I think age plays a big role. I think there's something weird and wonderful that happens when you hit 40 where you just stop giving a shit. You don't just stop giving a shit. I really, I felt it viscerally. Like I just felt I'm just not interested in what other people think. I, I give much less of a shit. It's amazing. It's so freeing. And it fits my favourite saying, what other people think of you is none of your business. You love that saying. I love it because it's so liberating yeah. when you when yeah. you, when you lean live into by it. it. Yeah. yeah. So I, yeah, definitely comparison was a lot harder for me the younger I was. Yes, same. Absolutely the same. Mm. And when I went through all my eating stuff and, you know, that was, comparison was just rife in every area of my life. But then I felt so bad about myself and I was so low and I was so mentally unwell. Yeah. So a comparison is going to rear its head quickly. And it is yeah. quite, it's quite a spider's web to get out of, isn't it? Yes, for sure. Yeah. For sure. So... You want to go first? Yeah, I'll go first. Okay. This episode is sponsored by Horizon Studios. If you're travelling this year and looking for high quality, sustainable and beautifully designed luggage, then look no further than Horizon Studios, who've launched two new ranges. The RE series, the world's most sustainable 97% recycled luggage, and now the revolutionary Air series, the world's lightest high-end suitcase. If you have airport anxiety, worrying about the weight of your case when it goes on those scales, then the Air Series is for you and it is definitely for me. The Air Series pushes the boundaries of travel. Each detail is designed and engineered to combine an ultralight and durable product. It's significantly lighter than regular suitcases. Thank goodness, Lauren, that is brilliant. And it comes with a lifetime warranty because the most sustainable suitcase is the one that you only buy once. We used the cases to go to Paris and Wales last year, and as chronic overpackers, we could still wheel them around with ease. We could. Ultra light and compact, the Air Series is made from a premium polycarbonate hard shell with reduced thickness and a recycled lining. It's 100% vegan and produced in a way that is 99% waste-free, blending design and function seamlessly. So, Nicole, you can pack those extra five pairs of shoes with no stress. The entire range is available on the Horizon Studios website and in all leading department stores. Just go to www.horizon-studios.com. Horizon Studios. Let's go further. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? 
All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is PlushCare. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. I'm so surprised at what's come up this week. Uh, just the same old boring shit of what I compare myself with. All the weight stuff, the body stuff. I just, every time I think I'm totally over it and I'm fine and it's not an issue anymore. And then we do some more deep work and it's still there. It's still there and it just needs to go away. I'm so bored of it. I'm so bored of even saying it. I'm bored of hearing myself say it. You must be bored of listening to it. But here we find ourselves. Here I find myself again struggling with the same old stuff. Okay, so tell me how this began. I'm not began, began, but I mean began this week. I didn't really have that much of an awareness around it anymore. Okay. But I am very intentional about my body and about keeping it strong and keeping it trim and trying to stay as, uh, for want of a better word, trying to stay smaller um, and trying to get stronger and all of that. And most of the time it's performance based and everything else. But, you know, if I feel like I've put on a bit of weight, I feel like crap. I do. And I actually feel quite shameful for even admitting it. But but that's what's here. And I'm sure I'm speaking to a lot of other people that I'm sure you're speaking to the majority of women. So because we were looking at it this week and because I had to have an awareness around where my comparison is it came up for Mm. me and if I see something on social media well I'm often on social media and I'll often see people the first thing I look at is their bodies it's the first thing I look at Mm. and not in a way of just so that I compare their body to my body in a really unhelpful horrible negative way and are you even comparing apples with apples or are you comparing someone who's 20 Or are you comparing someone who has got a celebrity trainer, a nutritionist on hand? You know, are you comparing like with like or not? Um, Or is that just irrelevant in the moment? It's totally irrelevant Mm. because it's not like I'm... Well, yeah, I mean, yeah, I know actually... But do you you even stop to think about it? Do you look at them and go... I haven't been recently for a long time. Mm. But now, like, if J-Lo pops up on my Instagram, I love J-Lo. And she is just a goddess isn't she so she looks fabulous but comparing yourself to j-lo it's a little bit pointless isn't it a a little bit right (laughs) if the woman at number 10 in your road pops up on instagram and she looks smoking hot okay but j-lo it's 
it's a bit like I think I think even the woman at number 10 who looks smoking hot it's still what's the point what's the point because I've done this work for so long my body is my body I'm proud of my body I you should be I should be I can lift and I can run and I go outside and it I'm it does whatever I tell it to do it also looks nice as well it it does but I never tap into I never really tap into that I'm always trying to change that aspect of it so as boring as I as it is that is what the the biggest part of comparison for me is is the body image to to other people and it's the thought of well I wonder what they eat or I wonder how hard they train do they train as hard as me are they as intentional about what they eat it's all that stupid shitty nasty dialogue that keeps you very small and very stuck and again even if they ate exactly to the calorie what you ate and trained exactly no, the same as you they have a completely tra- different metabolism correct to and a different shape to you but, eat, but, but even going down that road of oh and if they ate this and if they're still part and parcel of mm. the same boring mm. old mm. unhelpful narrative so you saw this you acknowledged it it made you feel crap about yourself it what, didn't even make me feel crap about it myself it was just surprising that it's still here it's mm. still that narrative, that ticker tape just runs through my head. And when I wake up in the morning, this is also quite a shameful thing mm. to admit, but I am going to do it for the greater good. When I wake up in the morning, you know, my first thought that goes through my head is the first thought is, what did I eat yesterday? Can I wake up and feel good about myself today? Or did I eat loads of chocolate last night and I feel shit and I feel bloated and I shouldn't have done that or beat myself up? That's the first thought that goes through my fucking head. Yeah. I mean, horrible. Very horrible. Horrible. And also, I think if I said that to you, you'd be quite cross with me. Oh, my God. What a horrible thing to say to somebody. Pretty mean. Yeah. Imagine if I texted you at 8am every morning saying, God, are you bloated this morning? Did you eat a lot of chocolate? That's disgusting. You'd be in such a toxic relationship. What did you eat you? last night? What did yeah. you eat yesterday? After we had that sandwich at lunchtime, did you have a Kit Kat at tea time? That's uh, disgusting. Yeah. Are you allowed to feel good about yourself today? No, you're not. Not nice. Not nice, Mm-mm. right? Not nice. That is not being your own best friend. No. And I thought I had like a lot of self-love. Yeah. So it's surprising when it's you su- dig into it. Mm. So what did you so- do about it? What did I do about it? So I, because I have done this work for years, yeah. and because this is a very old story that I tell myself, I do know how to get myself out of it. But the thing is, it's not conscious. It, it's not conscious every day for me. No. It's very much background. Mm. It used to be very much forefront. Mm-hmm. It's now very much background. Mm. But even that, don't really want it in the background. No. Don't need it. Who the hell would? Yeah, who the hell would? Because I'm still running my self-esteem off the back of it. Yeah. Not okay. So, uh, you know, listen, I've got a wonderful community at my gym and we, no one, nobody talks about their weight in my gym, nobody. So it's just not part of what we do and how we function there. So it's, so it's very quick and easy for me to get back into the performance piece. Okay. Of how, and by the way, I'm in mid training for the race that we've got coming up in April. So I'm really in the thick of it now. Mm. And I'm noticing my times are getting better. I'm getting faster. And I'm really happy with where I'm at. So it was very easy to jump back into that. I just have to stay in that. Mm. 
And I, and then I always think when I see I've got a, a new thing that I do. This has probably been for like the last eighteen months. If I see a very thin woman walk past me, and I have yeah. that narrative mm. of oh, she's really thin, I wonder what she does to keep thin. Mm. I ask myself, would you want to trade her body for your body? And the answer mm. is always no, because I'm so proud of my body. That's very nice. My honest answer, if I if I saw that, would I want to trade my body for her body? My answer would probably be yes, but. I don't want to have to live the life she lives to have to stay that thin. But That's you, the truth. But you don't. Me. But you don't know what life she lives to stay that thin. Well, I'm going to make an assumption that she's probably restricting some food groups or food or portion size or calories, and probably working very hard doing some form of exercise to sustain that. And you know, what's and I don't want to do either of those things. And you know what's really funny is that when I see somebody. I assume they're not doing that. Why? I, I assume that it just comes naturally to them. But that's bullet. Because that's what I do, right? I work very hard at it. Work Correct. very hard at it. Yeah. Very intentional about what I eat, yeah. what I don't eat, yeah. when I eat it, yeah. when I don't eat it. Work very hard. But I don't listen, I don't go I don't go to the gym to keep myself trim. That's not the number one focus. It's just a very nice It's a byproduct. It's a very nice byproduct. But would I look that different if I didn't go to the gym? Probably not. Impossible to answer. It's so messy. <laughs> it's just so mucky, messy, horrible, oily. Bleh. But I also, in this particular case, I think it is still counterproductive to use the tips of use that as motivation or use that as inspiration because you shouldn't be exactly. wanting to be thinner or smaller. Exactly. Ex exactly. So this is a problem. Well, it, it's be your own best friend. I do step into that of actually look what your body can do. Mm. Look, look how powerful you are. Look how strong you are. Look how fast you are. I step into that. I think and that's very yeah. helpful. And in this particular case, I would say social media is raising its head as the evil that it mostly is. Yes. Because it's doing you no favours. And uh, so maybe that's what you need to look at a little bit more. What are you consuming? Yeah. Because I think it becomes very subconscious. It does. Yeah. This week... Three times I noticed I watched some sort of video and then an hour or two later I'm doing something else in the house and I'm singing the song. I'm thinking, <gasps> why am I singing? Why am I singing that? And then I have to think, oh yeah, I saw the video. It sinks in. You don't even realise that yeah. it's seeping in. Yeah. But yeah. I would imagine that what you're following and what you're seeing is a lot of the world you're in and maybe a lot of that isn't good for you. It isn't. Mm. That's why I... And at our age we should know better. The thing is, I do. Yeah. I do know better. You know, there's a lot of gyms I would never go to. Yeah. Um, because it's always based on aesthetics. Mm. There's a lot of people that I don't hang around with anymore because yeah. they were in that space. It's no good for me. And I can spot it a mile off and it and it gives me the heebie-jeebies. But do you also realise that there may be plenty of women who are seeing your posts on Instagram and your videos at the gym and you eating whatever it is you're eating in the kitchen and comparing themselves to you yes. in the way of like, yes, you know, yes, God, I, I, I feel I, so bad and lazy and fat compared to her. And I remember when I put up my post of my, the last race I did and someone commented, oh my God, my arms are wobbling as I'm typing this. Mm. And it made me feel really bad. Mm. Not 
that they felt bad watching mm. me mm. because I'm not putting it up there to make you feel bad. I'm putting it up there because I'm proud of myself mm. and that's it. But it's a byproduct again, because we all fall into it. This shit is actually quite messy, isn't it? It's very messy. Mm. Anyway, so that's the body stuff. Yeah. Then I noticed that I did it with you the other day. What did you do? Do you remember when we did the money show and you got yourself into such amazing alignment? Yes. With the money manifesting. Yes. And money was just coming to you. I was like on such a high vibration that week. Yeah. And every day something affirmed You got a tax rebate. Yeah. Yeah. You did a very last minute birth. So you got a load of money there. What? There's something else that happened. Um, Oh, I, I sent a ring off to be repaired. And they said they couldn't um, they couldn't repair it, but they'd like to send me a voucher. And I said, no, thank you very much. I don't want the money in the voucher. I just want the ring back because I love the ring. And they said, oh, okay, we understand that it's got sentimental value. We'll send you back the ring. Oh, and we'll give you the voucher. So I, <laughs> that yeah. happened as well. It was yeah. weird. Amazing. Yeah. Amazing. But there was a part of me, and I only realised it this morning, by yeah. the way, so it didn't play a huge part, yeah. but just bringing it here for mm. transparency, there was a part of me that was thinking... Why is that not happening for me? Mm. Unhelpful. Yeah. Even though I was like delighted. But also the fact that you thought that because I was having the abundance, quite literally and metaphorically, you couldn't. Yes. But of course you could. Of course. Of course. So it's just when you start to look at it, it's actually everywhere. Yeah. Because we don't live on an island alone. And then my last example Mm. is I had a scare this week, a health scare. Now, Mm. before I begin to tell this story, I am absolutely fine. Um, But I had a mammogram and I got called back and I had to go within like the next day because they'd found something and they weren't sure about it and they wanted to double check it. Yeah. And it was the day that my husband was going in for an operation. It was just an awful, awful, awful day. Anyway, so in when I was in the waiting room and there was about an hour, an hour and a half wait in between having the mammogram and then seeing the specialist. Yeah. Um, every time I went to go on social media, my first thought was, I bet they've got two healthy breasts. Oh. Yeah. Look at them running around all healthy. Oh. Yeah. So, <laughs> so I did, obviously, I came straight off. Good. Social media. Good. I was also very anxious because I was worried about my husband because he hadn't of come course. out of surgery yet. Um, so it was just a very anxiety-ridden day. Yeah. My point is that going on social media when you are anxious is possibly the most poisonous place you can ever put yourself. Oh, yeah. It's like the scroll of doom. And then because I was sat in a waiting room bored yeah. and no one was with me, Yeah. And I was too anxious to call anyone or speak to anyone. So I kept, like, as a habit, going back on social media. This is why I read books. Yeah. (laughs) I wouldn't have been able to focus on the book. It doesn't matter, even if you read the same page 50 times over. It's better for your brain. Agreed. Anyway, the next day, so I I saw the specialist. Everything was absolutely fine. I have two healthy breasts. I feel very grateful. Thank God. The next morning, I went into the gym Mm. and... Because I did keep thinking during the time when I was sat in the waiting room, am I not going to be able to train? What's going to happen? I feel so strong now. Is that going to have to take a hit? Like, what's ahead of me? And that was one of the the fears of mine. I went into that gym. Oh, my God. I had the most 
glorious, amazing workout. Not because I did anything particularly special or different, but because I felt so privileged and so fucking grateful for my healthy body, my mm. strong body. Yes. And then all of a sudden I'm in touch with reality and in touch with something so important, which was my health. Yeah. And I have never given my body so much love and gratitude as I did in that workout. But I don't want you to have to have a health scare and a mammogram to get out of the bad headspace about your body. And the That's funny, too much. <laughs> I, I agree. But the funny thing is, I didn't think I was in a bad headspace yeah. about it. Yeah. And, and what's interesting is this is me in a good headspace. So yeah. Can you imagine how bad it used to be? Well, I didn't know you then, thankfully. Yeah. It would have been we wouldn't have quite gotten, hard to have been friends with we you, We wouldn't I think. have gotten along. No. So that's my very, very upbeat week on comparison. I thought you were going to have less of an issue with comparison. My week's a little less heavy. Okay. I'll start with the, the first voice note. Here's my very short masterclass in how to deal with social media comparison. So there is someone who keeps popping up on my Instagram feed. They make this healthy food and talk about clean eating. Clean eating, clean eating. I don't believe in clean food or dirty food. And I just find her extremely grating. And she makes me feel bad if I eat anything other than kale <laughs> or quinoa. So here's the masterclass. Unfollow, click. Oh, look, I don't have to see her anymore and she doesn't make me feel bad. Oh, that was easy. <laughs> yeah, that's what I do. Do you know what? I'm going to do it right now. I'm going to unfollow <sighs> so this woman bad. right now. Like, Please. What? Because that, that was an amazing masterclass. Thank you. Why, why am I allowing her in my feed, making me feel like a bad fucking bear? Why are you allowing her in your brain? <laughs> yes. Stop. That shit. I know. I'm going to stop it right now. I'm so happy. I'm stopping it now because it's enough. Oh my God. Good. Good. You know how I always go on about how I, I think I'm a bad mother? Yeah. I swear it's because of this fucking account. Fuck her and fuck her account. And fuck fucking her. delete it now. Yeah. Thank you. Right. Now it's gone. <laughs> Not yet. Okay. So I have a couple of Instagram accounts and one of them is just for food. Because I like to cook. And so sometimes I put up recipes and things that I've cooked. What is, I can't remember what it's called. I think it's called From Tummy to Mummy. That's my food account. Is that what it's called? Yeah. And I just put up like meals and shit. So obviously that whole feed is just food and food people because that's what's in the algorithm. And for some reason, the algorithm loves to show me meal prep people. <laughs> and I watch them chopping up fucking endless bits of chicken and God knows what and put it in these packed lunch Tupperwares and put it in their fridge for a week. And I look at it and I think, how sad, how depressing, how lifeless, how boring, how like for me, it's just personal to me. I'm going to say no judgment, but clearly there is judgment in it. For me, I don't eat to for fuel. I eat because food is life. Food is family. Food is sharing. Food is giving. Food is fun. Food is, you know, like there's so much more. Everything about it for me is about what's around it, the making of it, the creativity of it, the joy of it. It's not to me just petrol in a car. 
And so when I see these petrol in a car people with their same sad Tupperware lunches for seven weeks, and they're so proud of themselves, I don't feel a comparison of, oh my God, but they're so organized and they're only eating chicken and, and spinach and that's great. I feel like <laughs> you're sad. You're sad. I don't want to see this anymore. Bye. Goodbye. 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 And I've goodbyed basically all of them, apart from people who are taking a huge slab of meat, cooking it outside on a barbecue, putting loads of butter and salt on it and chips and then stuffing it in their mouths and looking like they're enjoying it. <laughs> I like those people. I like them. I like the people who are sucking the marrow out of life, who are living, who are enjoying it, because that's uplifting and joyful. And there's another particular person, you know who I'm talking about. It's a woman on Instagram. And I followed her for ages and ages. And her life is highly curated because I don't believe that anyone, including her, wakes up every morning with this, I am so positive. I am so happy. Now I'm going for a run. Look how I'm a size four. And then I'm going to go and do a photo shoot. And then I'm going to go and do this. And then I'm going to go and host this show. And then I'm going to do that. It's very grating. <laughs> So I just unfollowed her. And you know what? Now I don't have to see her anymore. Do you miss her? I really don't. I'll send her your best. Please don't. And also, uh, uh, great. It, I'm sure she's living a wonderful life, whether that's her highlight reel or whether that is her real life. If it is, good luck to her because she is just thin and happy and constantly running and working <laughs> and like all the time. That is great. And also when she's not doing that, she's on holiday most of the year. Good for her. But if that's not her real life, if that's just her curated highlight reel, I don't really need to see it. It's not bringing me anything apart from irritation, a bit of jealousy, yeah, a bit of comparison. Yeah, yeah. So bye-bye, ta-ra. So, so if we talk about the driftwood theory yeah. for a minute, yes. does that play into that at well, all? Well, that came up this week because Tess Daly, she released a new book yes. called Wellness Something or Other. And it came up. And as I saw it, I was like, oh, Another wellness book clogging up the space that Nicole and I now can't be in because it's clogged up with Tess. And <laughs> there she is. And then I thought, hang on. Firstly, it's Tess Daly, apples and oranges. And then I thought, hmm, Driftwood. Yeah. Wellness book. And I sent it to you. All I sent you was the image of the yeah. front cover of the book. And you texted me back with one word driftwood yeah. and I was like yes I also okay. said she looks amazing she does look amazing she looks amazing on that front cover so that was a lovely little bit of driftwood and I've been trying to collect the twigs this week because I think that is a really positive positive thing to be doing I agree rather than seeing it and going eh, meh, eh, you go yes look at that beautiful little twig I could have that I want that, you've got that, and I can have it too. Yeah, because there's enough abundance to go around. And then you are going to, I just think you might possibly burst with a little bit of pride this week. I've done so well for myself. Firstly, I, I made Friday night dinner. I made it for my family and another family. And the dad of the other family helped me carve and serve, which was wonderful. And um, He carved my chicken and said, which bit do you want? <gasps> and maybe it's because I wasn't serving it to myself even though it was in my own house I was like I don't really care and then I went no, actually I'd quite like the breast and I had it yes yes you are winning at life I mean for me that's quite a big thing right let's go to summary yes what worked for you um <laughs> What worked? 
Hmm. I don't know. It's a work in progress. I don't know. I, I tell you what has shocked me, what surprised me, which is yeah. not the question, is how it's still so activated within me. That I was very surprised about. Yes. And I think if we all look deep, we're all going to find it. But actually what this week has shown is how to reduce it, how to get rid of it, like unfollowing that parenting woman and you unfollowing that running woman. And just we don't need those toxic behaviours in our life. We just don't need the toxic reminders in our life. Maybe it's a little bit like picking at a scab. Maybe we all have these little things that we feel a bit insecure or worried about deep down and for some sick, twisted reason, we go looking for the people who highlight that in us in order to like make us feel well, it, worse. Why do we do that? Because it proves our own story. So if you've got a story in your head that you run from that I'm unlovable or I'm never going to meet anybody and then you go for unavailable, emotionally unavailable people, you're like, well, there you go. I told you, look, that feeds into my narrative of I'm unlovable and I right. can't meet anybody. Right. So it's constantly affirming what you are telling yourself. It, it's a trap. It's a trap. It's a trap. It's a comparison trap. The words... There, there, there's a saying in I, I run I compete in this race called the high rocks or I've yep. done it once and I'm doing it again in a couple of months and they say all the time run your own race and those words have been ringing through my head all week stay in your own lane just run your own race do not compare yourself to the athlete who's about to go and get podium level or world championships because that's what they do for a living or whatever their reasons are. It doesn't matter. Run your own race. Do it for the love of the sport. Do it for the love of you. Do it because whatever your reasons are for turning up on that day, this is what they say, whatever your reasons are, do it for you mm. and nobody else and nothing else other than you and your goals. Run your own race. And I just think that is so apt. Here. Maybe you should get it tattooed. Run your own race. Yeah. Yeah. I know you don't want to get a tattoo. Neither do I. But if you do, maybe that's what it should say. The, the, the comparison piece in the gym, I find very useful because it pushes me. And it, at, like with the holiday, it motivates me, inspires me. Yeah, sometimes you can, can twist use it, it for positive effect. Use it yeah. for positivity. The driftwood as well. That is also using it for positivity. Yes. Don't step into the jealousy and I am not abundant because they're abundant. We can all have the abundance, all of us. It's, it's available. Yes, there's enough abundance to go around. Just know when it's toxic. Like when I unfollowed the woman and you unfollowed yours. That's toxic. That's not inspiring me. It's making me feel shit. I think we can possibly summarise in saying that what doesn't work is a lot of social media. Yeah. Like it really isn't good for you. And you and I are definitely old enough to know better. And we do know better and we really should stop that shit because we're not we're not 13 and we're not the girls who are like, oh, she's got bigger boobs than me anymore. You know, you are, we have our own boobs and our boobs are great. And, and in your case, and your healthy. boobs are healthy. So <laughs> yeah. let's just like stay in your, your own boobs are great club. So the two sayings we're going away with, run your own race and your own boobs are great. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I love it. Yeah. So the big question, is it coming in the club? No. 
No fucking way is comparison coming in this club. We hate comparison. Driftwood is coming in. Love Driftwood. Inspiration is coming in. Motivation is coming in. Motivation is coming in. Staying in your own lane is coming in. Staying in your own lane is coming in. Run your own race is coming in. Unfollowing wankers is going in. Yeah. They're not wankers. People who make you feel like a wanker. How about that? (laughs) People (laughs) that make you engage in wanky behaviour. Or make you feel less than in any way. Yeah. 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 Okay, how am I teaching you life skills this week? Something's gone wrong in the metaverse. <laughs> you always teach me life I don't skills. don't know what's happened. <laughs> I feel like I need to confiscate your phone. It's the algorithm. <laughs> Blame the algorithm. Okay. Okay. We're done. We're done. We will be back on Wednesday with a snippet show. We're going to be back on Friday with more on this very oily never fucking ending subject of comparison because we really want to hear what you guys think about it if you want to be in touch hello at selfcareclub.co.uk come find us on instagram at selfcareclubpod tiktok facebook the lot show notes they're all in all the links are in the show notes come join us <laughs>